What's going on, folks, and welcome to another episode of Thoroughbred Teamsters Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Rich from Northern California's Local 315. Actually, episode 51. Good deal. Uh, anyways, you know, this, this episode, I get into my struggles with leading our safety committee. Uh, it's a role I took on about a year ago, and... Not that I thought it was going to be a simple job, but it's a uh, it's a lot more challenging than I anticipated. So, you know, this episode I kind of get into my challenges with that, and I just want to share that with you because that's what this podcast is all about. It's about sharing my experiences, um, and, and this is my current experience that I'm dealing with. So, been doing it for about a year now, and, and before I really delve into that experience, I just want to give you kind of like my experiences with previous safety committees that, that I wasn't a part of. Um, you know, I started out in Concord, as I mentioned many times on this podcast. And when I became a driver, it wasn't until I became a driver. I was part-timer for about two years. And when I became a driver, that's when I really, I think, probably realized we had a safety committee. Um, in Concord, I always felt like safety was taken pretty seriously, at least from what I witnessed. Um, when, when, when you're part of a safety committee, you know, there's a lot of tasks that have to be done that I, that I've just now learning about in my little, you know, role with the safety committee that I never realized before. So in Concord, I, I just felt like if things were brought to attention, it seemed like safety was taken real seriously, you know, and, and the company has to have safety taken seriously. Uh, Cause they don't want OSHA sniffing around the building. Um, like, like, it's one of the few things the company is scared of, is OSHA coming to the building. So, you know, you got to have all your ducks lined up. You know, drivers got to be knowledgeable in, in, you know, safety evacuations, uh, safety questions, this, that, the other. I mean, it was, it's, it, it's pretty detailed. And, it, and it, it, it was effective, too. Like, no one likes to come in early. Like, like the safety committee members would have to have drivers come in early. 15 minutes early and answer questions. No one likes to come in early to answer questions that they really feel like they don't care about. Uh, and it sucks that I'm not saying drivers don't care about safety, but there's a lot of dragging feet kind of rolling your eyes. Like, dude, I've been doing this for 15, 10, 15 years. I know it just because I can't recite it off the card. I know it, you know, and, and for those of you that, that are with the company, you understand what I'm talking about those uh, DOK cards, which is depth of knowledge cards for those of you that aren't with the company. And it kind of just has like the little, you know, here's how to be a safe driver, basically. Here's how to properly lift a box. Here's how to properly, uh, basically just kind of really keys to safety, all in a, a little cheat sheet. So as painful as that was to kind of come in and, and, and deal with that safety shit, if you're not a safety committee member, it, it, I believe it was effective. I, I did learn a lot from it. No matter how much I, I fought it or resisted it, or I was like, dude, I was one of the ones rolling my eyes, dragging my feet. But it was effective, and I and I appreciated that those guys cared. Um, you know, the, the safety committee, it seems like they kind of had to balance to make sure that things were, because were, things were lined up for the company in case an audit came, and they had to keep the employees, the drivers, the part-timers informed, you know, not only in case of an audit, but just for their own safety. 
uh, there were a couple times where I, I, I would bring a safety issue to the safety committee. Um, one time, like uh, I'll share this. So one time I was, I'm, I'm, I'm six foot five and a lot of the doorways in our trucks are probably like about six foot at least, you know? So about once a month, I, I, I and even to this day, cause I, I still don't have total clearance on these door, these doors. I whack my head pretty good on that bulkhead door. And the bulkhead door, for those of you that don't know, is is the door when you get up from your seat of the truck and you park and you walk through to the package, that doorway you walk through is called the bulkhead door. So I, I, I whacked it pretty good. It got to the point to where I, I like had to say something to the safety committee. And I, I really didn't even know if they would do anything about it or not. Um, but lo and behold, the next day I showed up and there's foam at the top of my door. Now, they had to get a little creative because the door has to be able to shut and can't be, you know, the foam can't get in the way of the door shutting. So they got a little creative. But I really appreciated that. You know what I'm saying? And that's kind of my my perception of a safety committee. So when we got to Oakley, it, it, it maybe it's just my perception, but that changed a little bit. I felt like... It, it didn't seem like, and I can only say this as my view because I wasn't there. I didn't see exactly what they were doing, what was being said, who else they were talking to. Again, I, I can admit that I was kind of resisting and, and dragging my feet when it came to, to basically being up to par on your monthly questions on safety and whatnot. But it, it just seemed like they were going through the motions. Uh, I'm not saying they didn't care about safety. I'm not saying they didn't care about us, but it, it it just seemed like it was just like, hey, we're just trying to make sure that we look good on paper in case we get audited. That's just my perception. You can't change that. Um, but they were very active. You know, you can tell they, they you know, when you're in the safety committee, you got to think of creative ways to get people, the drivers involved and whatnot. And they tried. And again, I can only speak for myself. I resisted. I dragged my feet. I laughed. I scoffed yada yada and I, I i did make it difficult you know that to, to have drivers come in every month 15 20 minutes early and you got to do this every month with every driver and they got to answer questions or, or fill out like a little pamphlet on the questions and the same questions every month because these are the questions that the auditors ask i didn't make it easy a lot of people didn't you know people forget it. I mean, when you're told hey you got to come in on Thursday, 15 minutes early for safety questions. N not many people make that a priority. And it's like that to this day as well. So while my perception probably and my opinion wasn't very high on the safety committee, I can't admit that I, I really don't know what they were doing. Um, it, I, I, I don't know, you know. Now, fast forward, actually, you know what, let me, let me fill in. So, you know, they had that safety committee. Uh, we had a much smaller building, much, uh, much less drivers, much less part-timers. And, and we've probably go, grown threefold since then. I don't even know if that's a real term, but three times since then. And during that time, the safety committee was disbanded, not just our safety committee, but I believe nationally. I might be mistaken on that, but I do believe nationally. It was disbanded 
because apparently the safety committee was was being used to do managerial tasks, office tasks, administration tasks, stuff that wasn't related to safety. Now, and I'm not just talking about our building, and I'm not saying our building was or wasn't doing that. I, I do believe that is the case. I don't, I have no proof on that. Um, I do believe, I also believe that the company was, so, all right, I'm sorry, I'm a little, safety committee, safety committees at buildings, they have a, a, a certain amount of hours that they're supposed to reach in regards to implementing safety in their building. And like, let's just say for the Oakley building, it's 40 hours. I, I really don't, I should know what the hours should be, but let's just say for the Oakley building, it's 40 hours. So for the Oakley building, our safety committee members should have a, up to 40 hours logged per month under the safety committee tab in our dyad. Now, when I was kind of looking over some old stuff from the old safety committee, to me, it kind of looked like, like I was going through some papers, like, I don't remember this person being on the safety committee. I, don't, I mean, maybe they were, maybe they weren't. I don't, I don't, again, I didn't pay much attention, but I wasn't real, like, I was like, man, I really don't remember this person ever being on the safety committee. And what I think the company was doing, and I, I do believe the union accused them of it was, was they were putting people who were on uh, TAW, which is temporary alternative work, or people who were on injury, or, or people who 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 ha- were limited in their um, what they were able to do, but they could still come into work to work. Like I think they were putting the work that they were doing under safety committee hours to meet those hours. That's what I believe. Um, at least that's how I saw it. I might be wrong. So it, it just seemed like the, the company was starting to be like, hey, man, screw this safety committee shit. We're, let's, you know, we need some stuff done. Let's just have them do it. We'll, put, we'll, we'll meet our safety committee hours, our safety hours for the month, and we get some stuff done. Who cares? Yeah, great. So that went on for a while. Um, and the union said, you know what, we're done with it. We, we're, we don't want the safety committee to be a sham, basically. So, so it was off for man, maybe a year or two, and it, it, it got re-implemented again, I believe, about a year, year and a half, about a year and a half ago, maybe. Uh, no more than a year and a half ago. And, you know, I, I was invited to join. I was like, yeah, cool. You know, it wasn't, again, it wasn't something I sought out, but I, I had no, man, I, I would love to do whatever I can to help make this building a safer building, you know? And, you know, shit happened to where the person who was supposed to be the co-chair, uh, it, it didn't work out. Um, so I was asked to be the co-chair. Uh, man, sure, great, sounds great. I mean, I, again, I, I, I trust myself to, to do what I can to make this a safer building. I will do what it takes, no problem. Well... You know, th- this was at a time when me and my center manager, who's still my current center center manager, we weren't getting along very well. So he wasn't too happy about that. Um, I was pretty happy about that. And because it, it, 
when the, when the union re-implemented the safety committee, the safety committee had a little bit more power than it had before. So I was like, cool, you know, now we can get some stuff done around here. Because at that point, I really felt like, and again, no safety committee was going on for about a year, year and a half. And it wasn't until our previous safety committee was disbanded that I realized, man, we, the company really does not care about safety. Like we, have, we are doing nothing. Like it was all about production nothing about safety and i keep looking around and like dude we just really don't care about safety huh um i mean shit there was a point where 25 percent of our 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 driver roster was on disability or injury or something or or comp and and so that was tough i mean it was just production, production, production. Oh, we don't understand why all these people are getting injured. Well, it's because all we care about is production right now and not about safety. So when the safety committee finally got implemented and I became a part of it, I was like, cool, I trust myself to get this shit together. I trust myself. Well, now we're to the part to where, you know, we, I joined the safety committee. It's everyone in there is brand new uh, to the safety committee. Like no one, no holdovers from before. Um, management. From what I understand, they weren't ever part of a safety committee either. At least they're not willing to admit that they were. I, I, I don't know, you know, but it seemed like they really didn't know how to approach it either. So, again, this is at a time when me and my manager weren't getting along very well. Uh, we, we were not getting along at all. Like, I'm not even going to sugarcoat it. I mean, again, this is this is right before I got that one-month suspension that I earned. And... Actually, it was almost, I think, about a year ago. About a, Yeah, about it. I wouldn't be, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if it was a year ago today that I got discharged, and which ultimately led to my one-month suspension. I mean, it was that. So as we're trying to get the, the safety committee started, that happens. Uh, everything's in limbo. The safety committee doesn't move forward. So off the bat, when we're already trying to get started, that shit happens. And safety is still put on hold. Well, you know, fortunate enough to get my job back. Again, shout out to, to Nick Barry, Alberto Ruiz, Donnie Garcia for, for, you know, helping me get that job back, uh, which if you listened to one of my previous episodes. I, I forgot which number I explained as much as I can in detail what happened without getting into too much detail to get in trouble. And, I was grateful to be back. I said, "Man, let's, uh, very gung ho. Let's get this. Let's get this safety committee rolling. I'm, I'm ready. Let's roll. Very gung ho." But to be honest, my manager, who, you know, I, I came back a new man. Came back a new driver, a new employee. I was ready. I was grateful, and I could tell he was kind of still sketchy. On man, I don't know if I could trust this dude. Um, and I, and I, I don't blame him. So when we finally got back to the safety committee, there was a little, he, he was, I felt like he was a little standoffish. Wasn't, he, he wanted to see where it was going to go. And also at that time, this is probably about March. So last March is when we finally really got the safety committee going. And when we finally got moving, like we're, we're assigning our roles and this and that, there were some changes going on with the safety committee as well. Uh, they were making some changes both uh, in personnel and in, you know, 
the tasks that needed to be done by us. So we're kind of in limbo. We, we don't know what we're doing. Blind leading the blind. And manager, uh, my manager, he's also, he's the management co-chair. I'm the union co-chair. So we got to work together. But it's really, it's really the union's group. He's there to support us and make sure whatever we need, he can, he can provide us with or assist us with. So we, we get in there, we're gung-ho. And it was just like, what are we doing? You know, I, I, well, you need training. Okay. Well, when can I get training? Well, let's book it. There was just a lot of, let me just, to make it short, there was a lot of delays. There was a lot of walls, uh, a lot of obstacles. I'm, I'm not quite sure how much of it was authentic and how much of it was him just kind of like not wanting to deal with it. Um, but it took a long time for us to finally really get moving. Uh, we, we had a building audit. Uh, we audited ourselves where we were auditing with the insurance company. We kind of went around the building. Hey, this needs to be worked on. This needs to be improved. This door needs to, 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 slow, to shut slower. Um, this belt right here needs to be fixed. You know, stuff like that. And we made some of those improvements. We added some safety features to the building. And, and, and that's good. That's progress, you know. But I, I just still felt like we were hitting a wall. Well, you know, a few months go by and, you know, hey, well, what's, I'm following up with management on this or that. And I, I, I don't, I couldn't tell if I was really getting the runaround. I, I didn't know how to hold them accountable if, you know, something regarding safety was supposed to be done and it wasn't done. I, I'm still kind of learning all this, you know. Um, there's forms to fill out, books, emails, people to email, yada, yada. I mean, it's, oh, man, it's, it's, it's overwhelming what I've been having to learn this past year. But, you know, after a few months, after March, it started to, you know, I, I felt like we had some moments. We had some good moments. We were making progress. All right, cool. That's a little victory. We, um, but it, it, we, we could never be consistent. And, you know, there, there's some stuff, again, where I question if how much he was maybe, I, I, I won't, okay, I won't sugarcoat. He, I believe I I believe I just believe that safety is not really a big um we both my manager and I have different views on how safety should be approached. I believe that he wants to do the bare minimum, which wouldn't be nothing new from uh you know previous safety committees. They he, but I believe he wants to do the bare minimum. Because I, I think I even heard him say once, I don't even see why we need a safety committee. We've been doing fine for the last year. I, I do believe those are his words. And I'm like, yeah, but so, you know what, we, 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 <laughs> it, it was kind of ridiculous. It threw me off. It threw me back because I was like, oh, so this is what I'm dealing with. This is, I'm dealing with a manager who, who believes that we don't, he, we don't even need a safety committee uh, because we're doing so well. But, you know, after a while, we, we, we worked together. We, we tried to find common ground in safety. Um, he, I could tell he started to trust me a little bit more. Um, and, and we've been able to – we've had some positive moments where we've been able to work together and accomplish some things, some things. We still have a lot of work to do. And, and what I'm bringing this all up for is I'm struggling with this. I'm struggling. I'm, I'm – I, I can't – 
And I say that because I can't blame no one. You know, I would love to blame my manager saying, hey, man, you know, he's holding me back. He's this and that. But we Again, we've had some obstacles, um, blind leading the blind. We've had three different corporate safety representatives in the last year. And every time someone comes in, it's like, hey, man, you know, we're going to get this started. We're going to get going. It's going to be great. And then a month later, new person comes in. So, I mean, those are challenges, but that doesn't stop me from having to, you know, learn what my tasks are. Like I'm a year in and I, I think one of my most frustrating things is I'm a year into the safety committee and I don't know how to prepare for a meeting that I'm supposed to chair, that I'm supposed to lead. And I've, I've asked and I've said, well, this process is changing. Well, we got a new person here. Well, I can't find this. It's, it's a lot of things and it's very frustrating that, that I, I can't own. That's, that's, that's not on me. I've been telling them I, I need to learn. So what we finally did, you know, just this past couple of weeks is we had the co-chair, uh, the union co-chair, Ron, from the Concord building, been doing safety for like over 30 years. Uh, I think he's been with the company 33, 35 years, been in safety for 31. And, man, have we stayed in the building one day, and he pretty much, it was the most thorough training I've had since taking on this job. And I was I felt good, you know, and then I was like, man, I feel real gung-ho, man, I've learned this. I, I mean, I need to do some of the most basic things just to get this safety committee rolling. I have a long list of things to do just to, just to barely, man, I, I can't even explain it, just to barely reach the bare minimum of what should be done by now, you know, um, we have added safety committee members, which I'm very grateful for because that's one thing I kept telling myself last year is like, I really kept trying to take on too much. And, and, and my, my team was supporting me. They were like, man, what do you need? Just let us know what you need. And I couldn't come up with anything for them to do. I, I don't know. I hit a wall. It wasn't that I didn't trust them. It wasn't that I didn't know what the, I, I just, I hit a wall. I didn't know. I think I didn't know how to ask for the help or how to say, Hey, can I have you guys do this? Or can you do that? And that's where I was stumbling. I didn't know how to ask for help. I didn't know how to admit that I wasn't doing a good job. And I, I, I wasn't, I was discouraged. I, I was discouraged, basically. And it, instead of doing all those things and, and keeping this moving, I kind of, I just hit a wall and I just kind of said, man, I don't, I don't know what to do no more. So, you know, I... I but when you have people's safety involved with this, like I, I realized, I was like, man, I, I can't not do nothing. I can't have, I can't, it can't be like this. I've seen safety committees operate well. I've seen, I, I've seen how, not, th- not how the safety committee operates in, in, in North Bay, but I've seen how the safety committee communicates their information on the walls, on, on, you know, recognition in Concord, same thing, you know, the, you know, they have a big ass wall full of uh, Jersey plaques that say, you know, if you've been 25 years safe driving, you, you get this big ass Jersey plaque and it's plastered on the wall. I think I might even posted a picture of it one day. Um, I might not have, it might've been actually for the 315 social media, but you know, drivers are recognized. Uh, safety is implemented. People care. Kumbaya. But man, in Oakley, you know, it's, it's, it's it's a struggle for me. I, I don't like doing a bad job at something 
I take, I'm a prideful dude. I love, I love, I trust myself to do a good job. I, I take pride in doing a good job. And right now I'm just not doing a good job. So, you know, for the last couple months, you know, again, we've had ups and downs. There's been times where we leave a, a safety committee meeting. It's like, man, let's do this. And we have a good couple weeks and then all of a sudden fall off. And I, I own that. I fall off. And then as soon as peak season hit, which is about December, we completely fell off. I mean, you know how it goes if you work for the company. Peak season comes. Pretty much everything in your life is put on pause. Anything other than just driving or resting for driving or, or whatever, everything's put on pause. And that's what kind of what happened. As soon as that happened, I said, man, we, I just lost all my momentum I was gaining. And then January hit. I was like, all right, let's go. And I, I, I couldn't find the drive. You know, I, I really – and it not only with that, with the podcast – um, you know, with, with family, I, I really didn't have things in order and it became so overwhelming. I, I just, I didn't give up. I just didn't know how to approach it anymore. I felt like I dug myself in a hole that I was just, I wasn't climbing out of. So, you know, um, when, when Ron from Concord came to our building to help me out, that, that really, it, it kind of brought me out of that a little bit but I knew I had to kind of keep it moving in order to, to carry that momentum. And, you know, if, if it's tough, <laughs> let me, let me, let me give credit to any safety committee out there that is, is doing what they're supposed to do. It is tough. I didn't think it would be easy, but I didn't think it would be this challenging. And there's a lot of tasks you have to do a lot of, you know, just, you know, stuff that I'm just so many tasks that you have to do while I'm still learning some of the most basic stuff, it, it, it is challenging. You know, I, this is something that you got to invest time into every day. So, you know, during this last safety committee meeting, I, 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 I we're able to get, bring more people in, which is what we need. Um, and I, and I, I run it by my manager and he's like, do we really need all these people? I said, I, I think we do, because last year I kept telling myself, we need more people. We need more people. I can't do this. I can't do this without with only this many people. We had we had people on leave. We had safety committee members on leave last year on vacation. I mean, it it was just hard to be consistent. We needed safety committee members. We needed more safety committee members, and we needed kind of like backup safety committee members. So when we brought these people in, these other drivers in, and he kind of frowned upon that. Um, one, the contract, there is no limit to how many safety committee members you can have. Two, his concern is, which kind of goes back to what I brought up earlier, he, he was like, I don't want people joining this just for the hour of overtime per month. You know, and I'm like, dude, I, I get that, but we're, he, he's real stingy on hours. I've heard him mention that several times throughout the past year. You know, I, I just don't see why we need all these hours to utilize all these hours. Um, you know, again, we I think we're we're allotted about 40 hours. And in a manager's eyes, you know, as much as they're trying to do to minimize time, paid time and paid work and hours in this, 40 hours allotted for safety, he like, he doesn't flip his lid, but you can just tell he, he grinds his teeth. You can just tell he's just like, oh, like it, it rubs him wrong. He hates it. 
But in my mind, we need those 40 hours really to kind of do what, what, what needs to be done. And right now we're not even hitting the bare minimum and, and that's what I'm not proud of. And that's what I take ownership of. So, you know, th- this has been really frustrating for me this past year with the safety committee. I-, I do need to step my game up. I plan on stepping my game up. There's a lot of stuff. It's just a lot of time needs to be invested in this. And I, I, I just need to figure that out. I need to figure out, you know, how my, my teammates basically on this can, can help me out and they're ready to go, but it's just, you know, I've, I've failed in that department. So, um, you know, this stuff about the safety committee is more event on my side than it is to kind of like try to inform you guys of, uh, Hey, here's how the safety committee, there, there's a whole, uh, I don't have the contract language in front of me, but you know, there's a whole section on, on, on the responsibilities of a safety committee in the master part of the contract. Um, there's a lot of things that just have to be done. I mean, even if, I don't even think 40 hours a month total would be enough for us to catch up. I, I just feel like it's something that we're so behind right now. And again, I, I don't believe my boss cares. I, I, I mean, he cares. He wants to pass the audit, but I, he, like he's never, he rarely comes up to me and says anything about the safety committee member, uh, safety committee meeting. He rarely does unless it's just something, Oh, Hey, I got, uh, this new form, you know, but, but, and I'm not coming on here to knock him. I, I, I do believe the last, I'm going to give him credit. This is a guy I do not like to give credit to. But I will give him credit, and I've given him credit to people who don't agree with me or who, uh, who, who, who don't like to hear it. But he has been very, he has been more helpful the last few months than he was probably the first six months so he's made improvement and that's when I started realizing like man he's I don't feel like he's been an obstacle for me in in doing what needs to be done here so this must be on me you know no one's none of none of my teammates have have said Jeremy I can't do that you know what you're asking me I can't do um actually you know one, one person said some scheduling, they're going to have some scheduling conflicts. Uh, they might not be able to do the role that they are, they were, you know, asked to do, but I mean, we're, we're trying to work around that. Uh, but other than that, you know, when I look down on it, 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 it all falls on me. And I, I do take safety seriously. I, I'm, I consider myself a very safe driver, a very safe person, both at work and at home. I'm not perfect. I'm constantly working on things. I constantly try to set a good example, but man, I'm just... I need to get my shit together on this one because, you know, I don't want to take people's people's safety, my coworkers' safety lightly. I really don't. I mean, God, I would feel like shit if something happened to someone that I felt like, man, that could have been prevented if I would have done this or I would have done that, you know. But, you know, I, I also might, I, I also might be being kind of hard on myself as well. So I, I, I don't know. I'm always hard on myself. But I just know that I can do a better job. So that's the episode. Um, you know, I, I 
sometimes I get on here and I, I, I get real informative and I share a lot of uh, very good information to this job. And But this one went more along the lines of my experience right now, what, what I'm dealing with at this moment. And like I, like I shared it, it is a struggle. I am struggling. You know, and after doing this for almost a year now, I, I, I just don't feel like I should be struggling as much as I am. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm working on creating a plan, uh, a plan of execution to, to get this to where it needs to go. I should have done this uh, at least six months ago, but, you know, as I mentioned throughout, blind leading the blind, um, you know, and just kind of not, I don't, I don't know, I guess not being man enough to admit that I needed help. Like, I got to push that aside. I got to push that, that ego aside and be like, man, I can't, you know, I, I, I need to take advantage of having a good team, you know, a, a team that's willing, a team that wants to help, that has told me, Jay, let me know what I could do to help. And I, I don't take them up on that offer. So, you know, I, I'm working on creating a plan. I'm working on being consistent. You know, being in the safe committee kind of takes, you, you have to invest a little bit of time each day. Uh, whether it's 15, 30 minutes. And, you know, that, 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 that's a challenge in itself for me sometimes. But, you know, I, I want to do a good job at this. I, I, I want my coworkers to know that, that I care about their safety and I take it seriously and I want to do a good job with it. And if I, if I can't do a good job, then I need to step aside and let someone who, who can. But, you know, maybe I'm just being a little too hard on myself or, or maybe not. But, you know, hopefully, you know, one of these future episodes, I have a, I have a good update. You know, I, I, I have a good feeling right now. I've, I've kind of been shaking the funk that I've been in the last couple months, and I really can't pinpoint where that funk came from, but I, I, I hit a wall. I mentioned it last episode. I mentioned it this episode, and I'm just now getting out of it. So, you know, hopefully that helps too. Um, you know, not, not to get a little too off track, but... Now, I've been depressed before in my lifetime, and I had to ask myself, "Is am I depressed right now about something? And I kind of, <laughs> my self-diagnosis is, I, I, I don't think I am. I don't believe I was depressed. I just was in a funk. Um, so, you know, I just want to share a little bit on that. That's kind of how serious it got. Uh, but, anywho, you know, um, thank you for tuning in. You know, if, if you have any you want to share anything with me i'm always open i've been social media has been kind of quiet lately both on my end and on yours but man please feel free to check in i don't i don't ever dog it or nothing i just again i've been in a funk so you know you can hit me up on facebook man are, are you part of a safety committee let me know if you're part of a safety committee let me know what you think of your safety committee i i would love to hear you know what's going on because i i i feel like i'm doing the worst job out of any safety committee co-chair that I've seen since I began, you know, at this company. So, you know, I I hope your co-chair ain't like that. I hope your co-chair gives a damn. I I give a damn. I hope they're doing a great job, you know, because if they're not, then, you know, your safety might be at stake. And again, that's not what I want with with my coworkers. So if you have anything you want to share about that, uh, feel free to hit me up on Facebook thoroughbred teamsters podcast you know all spaced out nice and pretty uh hit me up on twitter 
at NorCal Teamster, all one word, N-O-R-C-A-L-T-E-A-M-S-T-E-R. And you can hit me up on Instagram, Thoroughbred Teamsters Podcast, all one word, Thoroughbred Teamsters Podcast. So thanks for tuning in. Uh, Get you on the next episode. Later.